Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The last 12 months has changed our lives in ways which we never expected. Welcome to COVID Lives, a podcast series that looks at Irish lives during this extraordinary time in history. My name is Gavin Dowd, and I'm going to be speaking to people who have unique and meaningful stories to share about their lives throughout the pandemic, whether it involved looking out for others, starting something new, or just finding ways to remain positive amidst the doom and gloom. A lot of events in the arts sector have largely been stopped by the restrictions imposed during the pandemic. Musicians, artists, actors, and others in creative industries have faced cuts to their income and fewer opportunities to perform and hone their craft. Last summer, David Reed founded the organisation Minding Creative Minds, looking out for those in the arts sector by providing mentorship, mental health and career support. I'm from Kilkenny originally, my name is David Reed. I'm the founder of, of Minding Creative Minds, uh, which is a 24-hour wellbeing support programme for, for the Irish um, creative sector. So tell us about your background. Did you come from the music industry? Did you come from the kind of mental health psych- psychologist side of us? Or was it a bit of both? It's kind of both, yeah. I founded the Choice Music Prize, which picks the best Irish album and best Irish song of the year uh, a long time ago. And um, I was on the board of First Fortnight, which is a mental health awareness um, project that, that we use the I suppose that we use the arts to have a conversation around mental health. And I, was, I was on the board there for seven years, and during my time there, I kind of I discovered that there wasn't there wasn't too many supports um, services for the creative sector. So we began to try and kind of fill that gap, I suppose. And in twenty eighteen, like like we we actually started working on a project that became Minding Creative Minds. So it's a, it's quite a comprehensive project, I suppose, that offers mental health care counselling, uh, career advice, legal advice to the Irish um, arts sector, I guess, Gavin, you know. We'll get into speaking about Mining Creative Minds in just a moment, but I'm wondering what kind of specific challenges do creative people face that are different to those in other industries? I guess it's a lack of a regular income, I guess, you know, uh, unsocial working hours, um, sometimes a lack of support structures in place. Um you know, it's a myriad of, of, of like of issues, I suppose, and the creative sector is so broad as well. I mean, theatre is different to music, is different to film, I suppose. But I suppose lack of kind of structured work, you know, lack of regular hours, lack of support, I suppose, are the main ones, I guess, you know. So you had done First Fortnight, you're starting in kind of 2010, 2011, around that yeah, time, was, was it? That was founded by Dave Keegan and JP Swain in 2010, and I came on board in 2011. So yeah, so that was that was, a, yeah. I mean, it, it's still like a big event. I mean, we've had acts like Gavin James, Darren McKennedy, Professor Green, kind of play at that. So it's a big project that you know promotes good mental health around like the arts, like you know, and it's, it's on each we we'll say January, you know. Mining Creative Minds was a little bit different because it was a little bit more structured and ongoing. It wasn't just a one-off festival. It was kind of a service that creatives could could access. 
why did you think there was a need for this? And I mean, it's a bit of a step up from what you were doing at first fortnight. Yeah, we done a survey back in 2018 and we had 1,400 people on that survey from, from film to art to theatre to music, etc. And 91% of people said that during their, you know, during the previous three years, they, they had some mental health difficulty, I suppose. And 95% of people said that there was a definite need to have free mental health care, like a free helpline and accounting service for for the artistic community so i suppose those two you know those two stats in particular kind of prove like the need to try and build something because um there's similar projects in place and similar um, supports in place for the construction sector for the legal sector for sports the fai have something similar in place and, and the creative sector as you know gives so much back i mean even during lockdown it's it's artists it's 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 kind of film people doing kind of charity events and charity gigs you know so the, the, the kind of creative industry gives so much back, but there there wasn't a whole lot of kind of a support in place. So <clears throat> I suppose that's how mining creative minds came into being. I guess you know. Well, it's interesting you you mentioned how much the creative sector gives back, and I I, I totally agree with you. And the creative sector, a lot of people would find, is good for all of our mental health. People love enjoying whether it's cinema, it's theatre, listening to Irish musicians. So you have to protect the mental health of the people who are who are creating all this great this great art. What kind of people do you work with? It's not just musicians and artists. No, it's it's anybody that's involved or working in the creative sector in Ireland. So up to fifty five thousand people could use this service or can use this service. Um, that can range from artists to film producers to journalists to circus performers to arts administration like administrators arts professionals anybody that's involved in in the creative sector can can what's we'll use it you know and when did it finally launch yeah it launched uh, last june um june 1st 2021 so that was when it launched after i suppose two years of kind of work trying to get to that point and um it was like initially launched for the music industry and then in december last year then like we got funding from the department of arts and culture so that enabled us to open it up to the whole irish irish um, arts sector i guess yeah i mean it really was the perfect time to launch something like this because you had the creative industry being well a, a lot of its work being hampered entirely or or made impossible by the restrictions that were in place i mean you were probably inundated with requests from very early on were you yeah i mean it's like like it's definitely proving popular and i suppose one of the key issues too is that mining creative minds offers um advice and help on financial matters legal matters career matters as well so if anybody working in the sector has a a query under accounts or on tax they, they can contact mining creative minds and get a 30 minute consultation on that so it's a free 30 minute consultation on 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 your tax advice but it could be another free 30 minute consultation on your mortgage advice so it's it has i suppose career you know financial and, and legal advice areas that are important because these things obviously cause stress as well so I suppose it's it's as much a preventative service as well that offers kind of career legal financial advice as well as being the kind of mental health counseling service as well so I think it's has that kind of dual kind of you know um uh, you know purpose can as well you know? I think the the career as the career advice aspect the professional aspect to it is really interesting because I guess with the, the rise of 
artists launching their own careers on social media and maybe not being signed bands not being signed to a record label or artists not being tied with a particular gallery or whatever just launching out on their own they're essentially one man bands and one woman bands they have to do the creative side and they've got to do the business side and they're very different disciplines and i i would imagine you you would be able to answer this and testify to this i'd say a lot of creatives love doing the creative bits but really resent having to do the more boring business bits yeah and that's that's and that's understandable because i'm i'm also a was a manager of artists as well and and um i suppose yeah i mean creatives you know should have more time to focus on what they do best i suppose and leave all the so-called boring stuff to to people who are who are quite good at that but yeah i mean it's 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 really difficult for a creative i suppose to be trying to manage themselves and organize everything and as well as writing the songs or writing a play or you know or being a being a film person as well so i suppose it's good to have as many people around you kind of build a good team around you ideally if, if that's a manager if that's a legal person if that's a, an accountant to have a good good you know a good kind of um you know people around you that's so important for artists with their mental health as well to have that you know so um so i've, I've certainly seen that from both sides you know uh, you know be, being like an artist manager and i suppose being involved in, in like in winding creative minds as well you know and tell me david what was the take-up like after you launched yeah it was good so we've we've helped i think it was 620 people over the last year and we've had i think it's 700 counseling sessions so it's good so we're just trying to spread the word i suppose gavin as well you know to to try and get get the word out there it's, it's kind of still brand new i suppose and it kind of takes time i suppose you know through what's a word of mouth through social media through do, doing things like you you know what's what's say this i suppose as well to try and sp- kind of spread the word i suppose but yeah i mean it's good you know so so we're just trying to get as many people to use it if they need just like a helping hand or they need someone to talk to you just pick up the phone you know or if they need as i said legal advice financial advice or career advice just just also contact us as well it's know? a one-stop shop certainly and earlier in this series i was speaking to ruth ann cunningham the singer songwriter and how she galvanized and organized the uh, irish women in harmony group and you know as- aside from releasing their cover of the cranberries and releasing the christmas song and all the great performance that they did you know, one of the main things she said, and the main benefit was bringing together artists who would never have worked together before. And in such a difficult year where none of them were getting to perform, having that informal peer mentorship and, and support structures in place. Absolutely. And we have a meet and greet session each. It's a third, would say, Monday of every month as well, where anybody who's part of the creative sector can just say log on and some people on on the call haven't really kind of spoken to many people in their sector for, for months and months yeah because of lockdown so i suppose we're trying to offer additional services that being would say one of them as well and it gives it, it gives people the opportunity just to have a chat or if they want to find out more about mining creative minds or if they want to find out more about government supports and lockdown or the the pup payments or whatever it is that you know there's that kind of service there as well um we're also going to launch a a um an app would say next year as well that will be able to anybody can can contact mining creative minds like on the app can contact a qualified counselor but also like the app will have kind of specialist advice and like and resources for the, the creative s- sector as well you know and 
we're also launching a mentoring career service as well next month that we have 10 career people, mentors from the various different sectors like film, theater, music, who are, who will say be on hand to, to try and help, um, you know, people working in these sectors around CV preparation, around jobs as well. So we're trying to expand, I suppose, as well to try and create as many support, uh, I suppose, you know, for, for, for people. Kevin, you know? It's a fantastic initiative. Uh, to ask you more generally about the arts sector over the last year, how has morale been? I think it was particularly poor, you know, right up until, I, I guess, last summer, last autumn. But <clears throat> I think things have improved, I suppose. There, there has been a lot of different supports have, have kind of got out there, I suppose, as well. And I suppose there's that feeling of optimism that the, the corner has been turned and that regular gigs or theatre or film will kind of come back in some shape or form, possibly soon as well. But I suppose the kind of biggest hindrance is people would say not knowing, I guess, you know, so that that was really difficult, you know, from, from January, February, March, like of this year. But it's, you know, the kind of support structures seem to be improving and it looks like, you know, fingers crossed that things will return to perhaps half normal soon enough, I suppose. So I sense optimism is definitely growing, I suppose. And um, a lot of people have done, would say, different things, like a lot of artists who, who couldn't play live, I would say, written more songs or recorded more songs. or So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's provided opportunities as well, I suppose. But there seems to be a good air of optimism, you know, out there now i guess sure and it's interesting you you say that you know it did provide some opportunities and not to be facetious but times of great challenge and times of great struggle can provide i guess great material for artists to work with and great inspiration with for, for them to create plays in response to how our lives have changed for them to write songs and as you said even just for them to have the time all this extra time that they would not have had to work on new material and to piece their thoughts together. 100% because I know lots of um, songwriters who normally would have to travel to Dublin or to London to write with different songwriters, but they're on Zoom calls every single day, literally four days a week. And while it has its challenges, you know, writing on Zoom, a lot have coped with that and are writing probably twice as much now because of being able to contact people straight on Zoom they haven't got to fly to London or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's proved, I suppose, I won't use the word positive, but, you know, it, it's, it's, it's made people do things differently and that has led to some, you know, happy out- outcomes as well, I guess. So I suppose pe- people working in the arts by nature are are very kind of positive people and, and are able to, to, to adopt, I guess, as well. You know? Listen, David, it's been great talking to you and I'm delighted to hear about the success you've had so far and the, the fantastic reception that Mind and Creative Minds has received. Finally, though, I have to ask you because you're someone in the arts and even though it's still a little bit all up in the air as to when we'll get back to proper concerts and all uh, all arts uh, plays and et cetera, et cetera, what are you most looking forward to seeing watching hearing when life is back to normal again uh, personally gavin I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing with say new bands i think that's one area of of you know of the industry and of the sector that hasn't really had a chance at all i mean if if you started a band back in january of 2020 you've had no real you know experience of playing live or even practicing together so there's nearly a kind of a generation you know, over over close to two, two years, I suppose, that haven't had that opportunity. So I'm particularly looking forward to, to seeing, what's their brand new bands back in action again. You know. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode of COVID Lives. Please subscribe and leave a review. Talk to you soon.